1: 2020, to say the least, has been a disruptive year. But with the disruption brought by the coronavirus, quarantine, social distancing, and the new normal, also comes a lot of relevant and responsive and often spontaneous innovations. Among other things, e-commerce has spread and digital transactions are sprouting from your phones, to your homes, to neighborhoods, and to a global community we are suddenly more aware of and now more intimately bound with. And all of these have quite quickly, and we feel naturally, given birth to, among other things, this new podcast. RCBC and DiscarTech want this moment to give rise to a continuing conversation on what it will take and what we need to know and understand about riding this movement, financial education and digital literacy. This podcast is about people, organizations, and communities, and ideas for moving ahead as well as about everybody that must not be left behind. Walang maiiwan, lahat kasama. This is Pisonomics.
0: lalagay. Kasi kung magbabango ka, may pera ka, may pang savings ka. Eh kung wala kang pang savings, yun yung maglagay lako ng alkansya eh. Tatlong araw, pat na araw, isang linggo na lagyan eh. Sarad na mga linggo, baka binagawa na namin nuloy binabasag na namin nuloy yan. Kasi Kasi hindi nga permi ang kita dito.
1: Everybody's talking about fintech, financial technology, financial inclusion, but what does that reality look like for most Filipinos? Ako po si Robbie Alampay. Welcome to Pisonomics. We talk about digital disruption, financial technology, and more importantly, we talk about the everyday Filipino. This podcast is brought to you by RCBC, Discartec, and Puma Podcast. We went to Cubao. May nakilala namin dalawang Pinoy. We talked about their dreams and what they're doing to achieve them.
2: Ako po si Alely, ang taga ako. Dahil ako dito sa Q Mart ng Pagtitinda. May dalawa kong anak na pinapapag-aral. Potong Batangas, tagda ko. Mga kakanin, nakikipagsapala rin sa piso-pisong patong para may raos pag-aaral ng mga anak. Nang gusto ko, uh, pag ko ng pagtitinda. Yung hindi na ako pangangailangan pa yung nandun na lang din. titigin na ako ng pagtitinda, na kahit pang man lang meron ako. Ganun. Saya na ako doon. Hindi ako naghahangad ng malaki.
1: Dato sa Aling Aleli, She was preparing to wrap up a 12-hour shift. Bumili kami sa kanya ng mga kakanin. With only a few stocks left on her table, she was getting ready to close shop for the day.
0: Ako si Rico Advento, 54 years old. Isang taxi driver. Naging driver mula 1982 hanggang ngayon driver pa rin. Ako kasi wala akong bahay. Nagungupahan ako. Manalo nga lang ako sa luto, bahay ka eh. Pero kasi nga, dapat pag-trabawan para hindi pa naman siniserte paano Unahin ko muna yung pangailangan ng mga anak ko, pag-aaral. Importante. Kasi wala akong pinag-aralan eh, lalo pa sa ngayon. Ang hirap nang walang alam.
1: Yun naman si Manong Rico. Sumakay kami sa taxi niya ng haling tapat.
0: Alas 4 yung palitan namin Dapat gikising kami ng 2 o'clock Tapos Siyempre maliligo, magpre-prepare Makalis man ng 1 o 3 o'clock yun, pagdating sa garahe Punas ng konte, Check ng makina Gulong Exacto yun, alas 4 Matapos din kami yan Mga 4 or 5 Pero hanggang alas 4 talaga mas magandang palitan so parang lalabas 26 hours kaming gising usually whether he met 2 o'clock in the morning or 2 in the afternoon doesn't matter kung yun ang pag-uusapan yung tungkol sa kita ngayon hindi na namin kaya ang abutin ang isang libo ng agad-agad yung 24 hours na takbo namin may pahinga mong kami doon Pero kung ikumpara sa dati, mas kasi ngayon ang kalaban, tatlong klase ng motor taxi plus grab sa dami pa ng taxi ngayon. The competition is stiff for
1: drivers these days. So how does this impact the earnings of a traditional taxi driver who's already on 24-hour shifts? Lalo na ngayon sa new normal.
0: Dati, hindi ko ng hinanong ay kumita ko sa libo bawe na lang sa susunod pero ngayon hindi na nasa, nakaka, nasasaktan na ng kaya ang gusto kaya yung ginagawa ko ngayon para kumita ko na higit pa dun sa isang libo nagteter tery ter- six hours ako <laughs> isritako ng twenty four hours direcho ako ng at uh, twelve hours parang thirty six hours ako. so
1: manum rico could make a thousand pesos over a twenty four hour shift and that was all before the competition from ride hailing services now, to make the same amount, he has to work a 36-hour shift. That's a long time behind the wheel. As for Aling Aleli,
2: Alis ako ng bahay sa Batangas alas 11 ng gabi. Pupunta rito sa Bubukas kami ng madaling araw. Hanggang alas 11 kami. Tapos, mamaya-maya uuwi na uli ng Batangas. Bukas ganun na uli. Araw-araw nagagastos namin ng pera. Pangkaing namin, pambayad ng kung ano, ano, kasi ang namin dito puro araw-araw. Hindi hindi monthly, hindi weekly, ganun lang. Uh, minsan, minsan, 'yung lang natitira, minsan na ganun lang.
1: Aling Aleli, Manong Rico, they're very typical of many Filipinos. Rico's expenses are also very typical as well.
0: Sabahay, gasto siya sabay. Yung isang galon ng isang konti 35 na. Baon ng bata, 30 sila, 60 na. Pumasay, 20. Di 40. Sabihin na, isandaan na sila sa isang araw. Yung ulam lang, hindi ka naman makabili na halagang 50 para makain nyo ng magpaksiw kang... If all goes
1: well and nothing unexpected happens, Rico and Areli can cover costs for their household needs. But the reality is there are just days when a lot of unexpected things happen.
2: pagkaminsan minsan short kami, ah, dadating na yung maniningil ng deliver, minsan di mo masasabi na nagkakamili kami ng kwenta. Minsan di mo masasabi, may mamimiling mandurugas pala. Minsan meron hindi na nagbabamalas na ng hindi na nagbabayad. Nililito na nila kami. Eh minsan, short kami. Pag na-short na kaming ganan, kakapit na kami sa Bumbay. Ganon.
0: Kagaya ko, Ilang buwan na rin din nakakabayad ng bahay. Mula Januari hindi pa ako nakakabayad kasi mula January wala na ang ganong kita. For both of them, it's just one of those things. What could you do? Totoo niyan, meron akong 5-6. Dalawa. Uh, meron pa akong emergency. Dalawa wala saksa suntok sa buwan na sa nagkukuhang kaysa manghagin magnakop isa lokohin ko yung kumpanya ko isa i short ko yung boundary eh. nag-short naman talaga na
1: pag short they feel they have no choice but to turn to informal lenders mga 5 6 as they're more often called borrowers in a pinch would take loans at 10 to 20% interest per week that's a high interest rate to say the least Especially if you compare it to formal lending rates which are only at 6% per year. So if they go to 5-6, that means that if they borrow, say, 1,000 pesos, they would have to pay back
0: 1,200 the following week. Malaki well, pero kinakagat na lang, hinahabol-habol na lang. Kung sakaling kikita ng medyo lampas-lampas dun sa panggastos, naguhulog. Kailangan, hulugan mo naman yun kasi... Hindi pwedeng hindi mubi pagbayaran niya. Hindi ka na makakakuha, wala ka nang pagkukunan ng pagkana ng ka na.
1: Savings are kept close for any emergencies or they're used to cover for when incomes fall short. The work hours are unreasonable. The need to be thrifty is extreme and then the cycle of taking out loans continues. Access to financial services will allow Manong Rico and Aling Aleli to save with interest and borrow money at more reasonable rates. But the Asian Development Bank says nearly 80% of Filipinos, 4 out of 5, remain unbanked. Here's Lita Villanueva, Executive Vice President and Chief Innovation and Inclusion Officer at RCPC. When you say access to finance, it is not just about lending, it's not just about insurance. It should be taken as a whole. no? I call it PISIL. Payment, insurance, savings, investment, and lending. Kasi you have to provide a complete array of financial services to every Filipino. Pag-isipan natin to. Why don't the majority of Filipinos have access to all these financial services? We spoke with Isa Castelo Banta product manager of Discartec. That's an all-in-one financial service app that unbanked Filipinos can use to save, invest, pay their bills, or send money to their loved ones.
3: Kasi yung market na yun, although sila yung pinakamalaking part of the population, they're also the ones who have least access to financial services. So ito yung mga tao na maybe wala silang identification documents to open a bank account or they don't have enough to make the minimum um balance of a bank account. Barrier din syempre yung location of the branches kasi although the local banks have a vast network of branches already, para dun sa ibang mas remote places, syempre wala pa ring uh, particular branch for those places and um syempre for people who have lower income, it's also a big hassle both time-wise and resource-wise na mamamasahe pa sila for example, to get to those places
1: We asked Manong Rico Ikaw ba may bank account?
0: Ko, hindi ako nagpapang account walang ilalagay Actually, uh, kasi kung magbabango ka may pera ka, may pang savings ka Eh kung wala kang pang savings eh yun niyang maglagay lang ako ng alkansya eh tatlong araw, pat na araw, isang linggo na lagyan eh Sarad ng mga linggo, baka binigong kinukuha na namin ulo binabasag na namin ulo yun. Kasi nagsi-short Kasi hindi nga permi permi ang kita dito. It's the same for Aling Aleli.
2: Sa bahay lang. Kasi minsan wala rin naman pag may, may ka, naiilabas mo rin. Kung hindi mo na pwedeng itago sa bangko, kasi lalabas mo rin. <laughs> Di ba? Hindi ako nagbabangko ay ba bank Isa says
1: that's a typical premise for many Filipinos. The thinking that they don't even have enough money to even consider starting a bank account. But she says that's not the way people should look at it.
3: What you mentioned is a pretty common thing that people think that saving, it's something na pang mayaman lang, something you can only do if you have a high income. But the thing is, saving can come in different levels. Naman. It depends on how much you earn, how much you can save, but you can always put aside a certain amount. So, the lesson here is that whatever it is on a day-to-day basis that you can save, whether piso yon, or 100 pesos or 1000 pesos really depends on how much you earn
1: It's also a painful truth that many Filipinos think they cannot save with banks because balance requirements as well as the inconvenience of depositing and withdrawing money create barriers 5 6 on the other hand just digs people deeper into a hole or keeps them in a spiral of debt Perhaps one important question is, what's a common denominator for all of us? Maybe that would be a starting point. A 2020 report says that almost everybody in the Philippines is on the internet. Manong Rico, Aling Aleli, they're online. Discartec creates possibilities that might have seemed out of reach for a lot of people caught in the cycle of informal lending and no savings. It's a digital bank account that pretty much any user can easily sign up for. This would give them immediate access to banking services like loans and earning interest on their savings. The question now is, what are the remaining barriers for people like Manong Rico and Aling Aleli? What this means is that it is not enough for fintech or digital companies to build technological solutions. These solutions, after all, already exist. They're being invented every single day by hundreds of companies in the Philippines and all over the world. The missing step? Teaching people how to use these tools. When more Filipinos understand the services they can access, the more they can be empowered to reach their financial goals, only then can they start to even consider availing of these financial services. At yano po ang una nating episode sa Pisonomics. This podcast is brought to you by RCBC, DiscarTech, and Puma Podcast. May cellphone ka ba at internet access? Yan lang ang kailangan para maka-avail ng mga servisyong pinansyal sa tulong ng Discartech. Madali lang mag-open ng digital savings account. Walang minimum initial deposit o maintaining balance. May tubo pang 3.25% ang ipon mo. Magpunta lang sa Google Play Store o Apple App Store. Hanapin ang Discartech. D-I-S-K-A-R-T-E-C-H. Discartec para mag-download. Libre ito. Subukan na! Don't forget to subscribe to Pisonomics on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Muli po, ako si Robbie Alampay. This episode was produced by Raja Aisha, George Ampil, and Macy Hoven with the help of Carl Javier. It was edited by Nina Toralba.